When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast from the holidays. <laughs> This is uh, one of the best shows on the web that you will ever listen to. So. It is. It is. And I am voted uh, by at least four people. Yes. 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 So I five. am uh, maybe five. Really happy to be Including here. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kristen Carney, one of your uh, lovely co-hosts, uh, along with Marnie Kinris. <laughs> 2014. Oh God, it's a horrible. Look start. at this. It's a horrible. Positive Kristen. Oh God. And of course, Mo. Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, hey. <laughs> Mo is here, despite some of people like being like, "Um, can we just kill Mo now?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess no I, mo. I piss people off with the whole cheating thing. I'll just, uh, I'll but that's okay. It's bringing yeah. up conversations. Listen, he pissed everyone else off except his girlfriend because she doesn't listen. I'm sure. <laughs> Luckily, God. otherwise he would not talk this way. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's true. If she listened to this, I'd be dead. Oh my god, I'm surprised yeah. she doesn't. She, Have you told her this is about like dogs or p- poetry I, or something? I told like, her and I told her mother that you should probably not listen to this show. See if 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 my husband boyfriend whatever told me that that was that would totally make, make me, me want listen. to listen. I would I would like download it every week and make sure I listen and then scold. I think you for like Mo's holding said. a hand to her like, like I'm like don't you don't, don't listen, listen bitch. I will kill you. Like there's no internet in the home, right? Because <laughs> Mo can't afford it. Yeah. I, I actually I put a password on her iPhone so she can't download any apps. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. But um, I'm really excited today because we have a super dating expert for men and women here coming in, David Weigart. Mm-hmm. No, Wygant. Wygant. Yeah. Obvious, well, obviously, I'm very excited. Yes, obviously. <laughs> you were so excited you forgot his last name. No, David David is one of uh, my really close friends. I've known him for a very long time. Um, I originally met him because I stalked him when I first entered the pickup artist industry. For those of you who don't know, that is where my background is from in the pickup artist industry. I was the it's first ironic, ever in the female. dating like, pickup industry, you guys wouldn't teach stalking, but the way to get into the industry yeah, is stalking. Exactly. Absolutely. It's just irony. I know. Irony. So funny. <laughs> But yeah, I met him because he was one of the leading guys in that industry, although I would never, ever consider him a pickup artist. But he is fantastic with women. He's about 50 years old, um, but he picks up 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds is all the time. He's single? Yeah, he's single now. Wow, so he he practices what he preaches. He does. Good for him. And he does it all at Whole Foods. <laughs> It's a great spot. Great <laughs> That's spot. his spot. He likes it. He's a very easy guy at the gym and Whole Foods. Those wow. are his places. So we'll talk to him about that when he comes on the show for the second half of the show. Yeah. But will you guys make sure that you follow us on Twitter? Uh, follow us at Ask Women Podcast. And then also um, remember to send in your questions to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Yeah. I'm forgetting all of these things. Me too. It's been I'm a while. We had we, we my brain. Yeah. holidays. Yeah. 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 Did you guys shop on our Amazon page? Hopefully you did because then you guys obviously Yeah, and then really get rewarded gifts. because you bought awesome gifts for the women in your life. Um, did I tell you that I was caught in the ice storm of 2013 in Toronto? Oh, geez. How it was, was, it was how horrible. It was rough. 
Yeah. It, it was, there, was, there was a lot of snow this yeah. winter season. Yeah, and then I went to Chicago, and then there was a huge storm there of a snowstorm. And then today Jeez. it's like minus 16 in Chicago. But So I was there for, the, for one night in Toronto in my warm house, and then at 3 o'clock in the morning all of our power goes out because there was an ice storm, and I could hear branches breaking off outside, and the wind, it was crazy, then woke up, and there was like no power in the house. And it was still warm because it had been heated for the entire day and like part of the evening. But my parents like literally just got – their power back on three days ago and they got back into the house and there was um a burst pipe and their furnace was broken so they were staying at front it was it it was just horrible like i escaped because i had to leave after three days to go to chicago yeah but like people were screwed it was really there was two hundred fifty thousand people without power and luckily we had friends who had power so i stayed with my friend so funny because i didn't hear a thing about it and i just feel (laughs) like it's because it's canada yeah I feel like a lot. Do a lot of people That's have a big deal? Do they yeah. have a lot of sex during these like snowstorms? I'm sure to keep warm. Yeah, you keep warm, and everyone's drinking because yeah, you it's really easy drink. to have snacks. 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 Oh my god, I hate my life. It's, snacks it's really easy sleeping to have sex. God. It's snacks. snacks is actually sex in a snowsuit because that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. You can't have sex in a snow, but whatever. But it keeps you warm. But uh, it, like usually in disasters, isn't that uh, like nine months later? Isn't that when a lot of babies are born? Isn't well, that yeah? It's the like thing? springtime. They'd say, or it's a, what, what would that be? Would that be spring or be summer? Summer. Babies. Yeah, summertime. Exactly. Yeah, summer no, but that's like a thing. I'm sure people did it to keep warm. But there were stupid idiots who were bringing their bar- their outdoor barbecues into their home to keep their house oh, warm, geez. and they were they were sent to the hospital. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like with gas, the, the, I don't even know. They were sent to the mental hospital. Yeah, yeah just bring the idiots. barbecue in, and they wouldn't leave their houses. There was all these shelters set up and like all these like um, internet stations and internet hubs around Toronto that were set up and no, people weren't using them. They were bringing their barbecues into their house to keep warm. It, it was just stupidity. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I escaped that and then dogs. went to Chicago and was freezing there too. And now I'm back in Los Angeles with my 70 degree heat. And I actually I'm had a lot. Happy. I had a lot easier in upstate New York, which is surprising. We yeah. really didn't have it that bad. I know it's really cold now, but we had a couple just like mild days and then some days with cute, pretty snow. And I was like, perfect. And then I left and I was like, perfect. That went well. Real? See, that's nice. Mm-hmm. See, that I can handle. Because when I go back to Chicago and Toronto, I'm like, hell no, I'm not moving back here. I never. Sorry, people who are listening <laughs> and who live there. But my my blood has thinned. I can't handle the cold anymore. I'm a big, yeah. I'm a big wimp. It's not very good. Sunny California will do that for you. Born and raised, baby. Problem, the problem is, though, I love layering clothes. And so, I know. You know, I, my fashion out here just really is never up to par. <laughs> I'm with tank tops. Who wears tank tops? Exactly. I think there's something oh. sexy about a woman that is wearing layered clothes. I, I feel like so that. Too. Like it's East, like peeling the onion. It's like East Coast thing. Very hot. Leaves a lot to the imagination. For sure. But then living in California summertime girls and they're like short shorts and skirts and all yeah, that boobs hanging out that's really hot too yeah. especially when there's cellulite involved <laughs> <laughs> well actually i was very happy to get back because um the place that i was staying at in chicago did not have a tv but i was very happy to get back for the bachelor oh my god where were you like the barracks in chicago who doesn't well, have a tv they just didn't have one because they just moved into their house it's my oh, okay. husband's parents so, okay. they so they're not like super yeah they're not no like TV people no not okay, at all because okay, then i would never marry him okay perfect <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, so I you know was glad that I got back before this happened, but then I missed the show last night. Oh, so but Mo good. watched it. I watched Obviously, it. Obviously, your girlfriend forced you to watch it. You know what? Or you were doing it for uh, research. My, my girl forced me to watch it, but I'll tell you this, okay? Men, I'm a man's man, and I watch The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelorette because The Bachelorette. You just said I'm a man's man, and then negated your statement. 
by saying I watch the. Bachelor. I watch because the Bachelor is fun for me. It's very like educational. Dude, I hate that show. It's, a, it's every man's fantasy. It's one guy and twenty-seven gorgeous women. Twenty-seven fighting idiots. for your attention. No, twenty-seven and crazy. Idiots. There's a, there's crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's crazy. So I'd say there's about fifteen. So there's a really total of twenty-eight girls. idiots on that show. There's 15, <laughs> that that and this guy's kind of a playboy on the on this new episode, this new season, and he's definitely gonna end up sleeping with a bunch of them. I can totally tell. He's Latino. He's Latino. He likes to drink and he likes to party. But he's a single dad. So there's going to be 1,000 children coming he's out of the show. He's an ex-pro athlete. When he speaks to women, he talks directly to them and makes them feel like they're the only person in the universe. This yeah. guy is a player to a T. Sounds like you're a little in love with him, too. I'm a little bit in love with uh, Juan Pablo. Juan is Pablo. Is that his name? Juan yeah. Pablo. I did not want him to be The Bachelor, actually. I was kind of disappointed. That you he know, was the bachelor. For I this think year. there's going to be a lot of drama this season, so I'm excited. Really? More like Juan Poblano. Problema. Yeah, turns into a problema. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But what, the one thing that I thought was so cool watching it, and I've noticed this in my personal life, is the show creates a competition, right? Yeah. Where it's you're the only guy with a bunch of women, and women aren't necessarily competing for you, the person. They're competing for the competition. Yep. And it made me think about all the times in my personal life where I've put myself in a situation where I'm the only guy and these other women who normally might find me attractive or not attractive were all of a sudden competing for my attention. Yeah. So I thought that would be a great thing to talk about with how we could put our listeners, our male listeners, in situations where women Even our will, female listeners. And it's, our for, female. it's for both people. A- anytime that you don't position yourself as a needy person who has a lack of options, it's going to make you more appealing. It's like the island theory. Like I went to summer camp when I was younger. First week you get there and you're like, yeah, nobody's that cute. Second week everybody's hot and you like have crushes <laughs> on 10 different people because it's like it's lack of options suddenly and competition and, and suddenly people become more attractive. So so, um, and you get to know people in that time exactly. frame as well, Absolutely, which can be Absolutely. So yeah, I think this would be a great thing to talk about in this week's chapter in the man's playbook. I, I feel like, um, what's what was that big like Will hit Ferrell? last year? Oh yeah, maybe like Zoolander or something. I don't even know. I was know. thinking the, um, when they're in the club and they're pushing <laughs> each other back and forth. I just think of like Saturday Night Live, Two yeah. Wild and Crazy Guys. Um, that's yeah. what you think of? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 we got we to switch that one up, I think. Maybe we'll switch it every three months. Maybe our listeners can submit some options to us yeah. of things that we could use instead. Because uh, that's not working for me, I don't I think. I just picture two guys being like, oh, oh, yeah. oh like, on each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like wearing football pads and having Yeah, sex. exactly. And like, like ass chaps or something. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so what we were talking about before is positioning yourself or putting yourself in the position of um, seemingly having other options and, and providing competition to the people around you. So how do you do that, like on your own? If you are a guy and you're like, okay, I want, I want lots of girls <laughs> like me, how do you actively put yourself into that I position? would come in with a big old-fashioned address book <laughs> everywhere I go, and I'd just be flipping through it constantly. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll call her. Maybe I'll call her. Oh, she died. Maybe I'll call her. Well, and yeah. that would turn you on. No, it would make me look needed because I have so many people in my address book. <laughs> so, so like, I love that you have an address book still. <laughs> I feel like guys put themselves in tough situations sometimes because they'll hang out with their other guy friends. Yeah. And it's counterproductive to actually getting a chick because now you have competition that's going to make you feel insecure. Whereas if you say, – say the women are having a bachelorette viewing party, which I know a lot of women do, or a bachelor viewing party. You should be the guy at that party. 
Like, but what, you what should you be doing if guy. you're the guy at that party? So there's a, there's like there's two different types of guy. There's the guy who goes to that party and sits there and just like sort of is the observer. Yeah. He doesn't get any attention from any of the girls. There's no competition whatsoever. And then there's another guy. There's another guy who goes into the bachelorette viewing party with lots of girls and he does something different that gets him attraction. So what is that something different that I, he can do? You know what? The, it's Honestly, it's going in. First of all, you're looking good. You put yourself together to look good for whatever that event is. But you're not hitting on any girls. Mm -hmm. You're just being this confident guy who's talking and joking with any woman. Or you find that one woman that that you're making laugh that all the other women are like, oh, what are they talking about? Oh, I want to talk to that guy. I, I feel like when you put yourself in that situation and you're just cool, calm, and collective... And, and you, you contribute. That's the main contribute. thing as well. But not being like the guy who's like, oh my God, Juan Pablo is totally screwing over these girls or that girl. Like you're not the, the gay friend Yeah, you're not there the gay friend. Participating in like a loving dude bachelor. who happens to be there. Yeah, but when that guy's there, no one really knows necessarily that he's got other things going on. If, if you're a guy at a bachelorette party, the first thing I would think is like, what's this guy doing at a no, bachelorette like a party? No, like a bachelorette viewing party, what not a that? bachelorette party. Oh, you haven't what? heard about that? No. Oh, girls get together and, and Oh, watch and watch The, the Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was bachelorette party i'm like how is a guy coming to a bachelorette party but yeah okay yeah, if i saw a guy at a bachelorette viewing party regardless whether it's like the girl getting married or you're watching the tv show i would literally be like this guy's the biggest loser <laughs> i've ever seen in my entire life what's he doing but it depends at how a he positions himself yeah but uh, he doesn't look like he has anything else going on if you have time in your life to go sit at a bachelorette viewing party i don't know i just to me it's like you clearly aren't busy enough that you have time in your life to do this and then to me it just makes him completely undesirable I hear what you're saying. I think that there's a way that you can work that situation to the to your advantage. What what Mo's saying is go where the women yeah, so, are. He's so not like saying go walk. You when know, your go girlfriend, watch right, but if you have girlfriends like that. that are having birthday parties, right? Girlfriends have birthday dinners all the time. Guys never go to the birthday dinners yeah. for these women. It's just filled with women. Be the guy that goes to that birthday and then pops dinner. out early too. And to pops do something out. else. That is that's exactly appealing. It. So this is I saw this video on YouTube that was actually oh, I forget who made it, but anyway, he was talking about like how to get out of the friend zone with a girl who said she only wants to be friends, and it's kind of what you, what you're talking about. It's like it's positioning yourself as somebody that has options. So this girl has said, you know what, I want to be friends, and then you're like, fine, screw that. I'm going to treat you as my friend. I'm going to make you my wing girl when we're out, and I'm yes. going to talk to you about the other girls that I'm potentially dating, even. You know, if yeah. you're not. But like talking about other women even. It doesn't have to be surrounding yourself with other women. It's just it's just painting the picture that you're no longer interested and that you have options. It's like a basic psychological tactic that so many people use for getting jobs, for, you mm-hmm. know, making new friends. It's a way of making your sound appealing to other people, which I think it's not manipulation and it's not lying. It's just how you position yourself and talk about yourself. And, and I, look, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. If you like a chick and your buddies, and you want to cross the friend zone, you take her out and make her your wing girl. Yeah. And you have her pick up girl, and hey, go hook up with another girl. Who cares? You know, go do your thing. But that's what's going to make these women want you. And it is manipulation. Let's talk about it. Like, that, it's, it is what it is. But you, is it manipulation? Yeah, but I feel like women need, like women created this game. Well, uh, see, I don't like when you talk about it that way. So, like, don't women you know where they don't invent game. things. Well, yeah. well, men were really basic and simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, she's hot, she's sweet, I will sleep with her. Like, I like we are really simple yeah. when it comes to some of these things. Women are a lot more complex with how they deal with issues, how they think about yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. You know, I you know I was talking to another buddy of mine. He was out with this girl. He, I was like, what time did you go to bed? He's like, I went to bed at eight a.m. because that's when she'd sleep with me. 
And I'm like, oh my god! I remember being that single guy who would have to entertain a woman till eight a.m. because there's so many like things going on in her head that she can't, you know, sleep with you. And then at eight a.m. she finally gives way because she's drunk and exhausted, and you guys end up having sex. <laughs> she's so tired. Listen, okay, from what I, from what I remember when I would like make out with guys and have sex with guys and like go on dates is that I was always waiting for the guy to make his move and he would just never make that move so there was always like these weird tension moments but there was no action because i was never going to be the one to pounce on him i was never that confident with men and also i didn't want to be the one that pounced on the guy i wanted the guy to not pounce on me but i wanted him to do something really smooth and charming to get it started so that's why sometimes it would take until five o'clock in the morning to get things started and then you'd be exhausted after an hour and had the guy done something earlier in the evening, I would have responded. Yeah. And it would have happened a lot faster. So, like, guys don't have to wait till 8 a.m. They can make things happen a lot faster if they want to. They're just not taking action yeah. and making it happen. He was just avoiding work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here was another thing and that guys should do. Watch that first episode of The Bachelor. Aside from, you know, being the only prize to create the competition, he ended up giving a rose to the one woman there that gave him no attention and who gave him the cold shoulder, and that was the woman who got the rose. Whereas every other woman there was like super overly sweet. I want you. I want you. I want you. He ended up giving it to the one woman who was See, like, I, find I that don't want weird you. because okay, based on what David Boost was saying, who who came on our show uh, last season, who wrote the Evolution of Desire, um, he was t- in his book. I don't think we talked about it on the show, but in his book, he was saying depending on what you know where um, the man is in his life and what he's looking for, um, certain things are more or less appealing. So if he is like in bachelor mode, like girls who are into one night stands are obviously more appealing to him because he knows that they're not going to like latch on to him. But when he's in relationship mode, he's actually more focused on girls that are smiling who. Um, exhibit traits of of loyalty so it's weird that he would pay attention to a girl who was was ignoring him unless they just weren't showing you certain interactions that they had had separately on their own no 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 this woman like he she he even said will you will you accept this rose i want to give it to you and she almost said no really because she wasn't feeling him. i love this woman (laughs) it was so you should go on this show just to like (laughs) it was so it was another it's just a great this shows a great case study for how honestly okay every i started you know what i've stopped doing this actually but um i i make these videos on youtube if you go to wing girl method on youtube uh and actually kristen will plug her stuff on youtube too but um if you if you go there i have all of these clips of television shows that show examples of what i'm always trying to express and like i have tons from the bachelor and bachelorette because they're they're the best examples they're obviously like dialed up human beings it's like putting not like little mice into a maze and yeah. watching them interact. It's the best. Yeah, but when it's like heightened, everything is heightened. Right. You're drinking more, you're tired, you're like full competition mode, but that's when like real human things come out. And it's it's actually really interesting for guys to watch this show. First of all, because it's a conversation that you can have with women when you talk with them. But then don't be, I know you're going to say like, I don't want to hear a guy talk about The Bachelor. Oh no, I was going to say, I would love to see a Bachelor with less attractive people because honestly, that would be more interesting. Because they had that. Beauty and the Geek, yeah. right? Is that what it they, was? No, but not like specifically like, ge- hey, here's yeah, the Geek, everybody. 
No, just like everyday run-of-the-mill people who aren't dressed in like mini skirts <laughs> and, and heels. That's and just see what happens. It's way more interesting because it's like real life. When you take The Bachelor and you put it into a real life scenario, right. unfortunately, like guys in the Midwest or wherever or in many places aren't going to have this selection of women that they're just immediately all attracted to all these women and all these women are attracted to these men because it's not real. It's not reality. No, that's true. So that I, it would be true. cool to see like a bunch of slums like Mo in one room. I'd be <laughs> like... Let me tell you, if I was on The Bachelorette, I'd go pretty far. I think you would, too. Unless but, she doesn't like... like Unless she doesn't like dark-skinned bald, men. Sleaze, sleaze yes. Bald. Exactly. With great personality. He can turn on the charm, though. He knows how to... Yeah, no, Mo would do really Mo well. knows how to work it in many different uh, directions. Yeah. So, yeah, he can he can be really charming in the other so direction sweet. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How funny would it be if you guys were on the show? Talk about polar opposites. To see who would last longer. That would be interesting. But what I was saying before is I I think that as an assignment to the guys who are listening, The Bachelor is on every Monday on ABC. I I really think that you should watch the show just to understand more about women. Yeah. Like you can fast forward through a lot of the parts, but just to like psychologically see how women interact on their own, how they express themselves to men and like really just – just start getting yourself in tune to what women are doing, watching it from a bird's eye view rather than when it's right in front of you. Because a lot of guys always ask me about like the flirting signs or signs she's interested or signs she's not interested. And this is actually a really good show because it shows you people interacting, girls being interested or not interested, providing signs, and then you actually know what the answer is afterwards. So it would be a good learning tool for a lot of guys who are listening. And put yourself in situations where it is one guy and many women. Create yeah. the competition. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I agree. No, listen. That's what my business was based on in the very beginning when I started off as a wing girl. It was two wing girls who would go out with a guy and validate him to other women right. because that is appealing. If a guy walks in with two girls, no matter what, he's going to be noticed because it means he's got something. Right. He totally. is something, and he has two women already, so he doesn't need you. That's why I have two butlers on each side of me wherever I go. Exactly. <laughs> Does it work the same way for men? Like if you see a girl separate from the bachelorette, mm-hmm. if you see a girl walk in with five dudes, is that appealing to you? No, it's not. It, it actually, I feel that... Mm, it, I see Art shaking his head too. Like, yeah. because no, not, then all of a sudden it's, well, fuck, now I got to go through two guys just to try and get this girl. You know, then uh, and then your insecurity as a, as a man comes out and you're like, oh man, and those, see, that other guy's pretty good looking. I can't compete with that. That's <laughs> interesting because I would think it would be desirable because you'd say, oh wow, look at this girl. She can hang with the guys. But then I realized guys really don't want that. They want a girl. Yeah, and but, but they also don't want yeah. the hurdle. Right. They right. do. It's Okay, so I was going to talk about this next week we can bring it up again but the low-hanging fruit is really interesting and this is actually something that i want guys to learn for 2014 hey, some people are starving yeah, but they need fiber the thing is is that you don't have to select low-hanging fruit so i was talking to you guys before about i've had a lot of clients recently and a lot of people writing into me and telling me about these situations with women that you know are interested in them that they've decided to go out with and i have the same response for all of them and i say okay let's forget about everything that happened with this girl do you like her? Do you want her? Are you interested? You're putting in a lot of effort, but I haven't heard that you like her yet. And so typically they write back, well, you know, she was interested in me. So obviously it's like I taking went a job her. just because it pays. Yeah, exactly. And you hate the job. But that, what does that say about you? It, it says is. that you have low self-worth. Right. Um, you have low self-esteem and you just take what's available to you. You, you go after what you want. And you'll end up miserable. Get. Exactly. Because that happens to a lot of guys. They sit back and let girls come to them sometimes because it's too scary to do the other 
of thing or or because they don't want to go after what they want they're afraid of rejection yeah but a lot of guys like you know they ended up getting walked all over and screwed over and like messed around with by these women who are not really wonderful women to them um and that makes a woman mess around with you more so i think that like a message for 2014 for guys and for girls is to have some boundaries have some self-respect and remember that you are the selector you are the evaluator you're not just the person who's sitting back and saying pick me pick me pick me you're getting to choose as well and be a part of it and that is something else that makes you extremely more appealing to the opposite sex that's what's so great about this country you get a choice And we're done. And wrapped up. Perfect. All right. Well, we have David Wygant coming up next on our show. He is fantastic. He's wonderful. Um, I think you're going to fall in love with him or maybe possibly hate him. Uh, We'll see what happens. But he's coming up next for Analyze This and uh, some time with him. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Squarespace. It's the best website ever if you're looking to get a cool, trendy website. I used to have the nerdiest website ever. It looked like I built it when I was in 12th grade 10 years ago until I came across Squarespace. It's so easy and it's super cool looking and it gives me credibility because it makes me look smooth like I paid a lot of money to get a really cool design. I had another service and It was like I couldn't ask any questions because there were no human beings. They didn't exist. It was like robot world. And I was like, I don't know. I guess if I want help, I'm just going to have to look on like a community web board. But with Squarespace, you can actually get in contact with the people that work for Squarespace. They're human beings, guys. And actually, their office or their help space is now called the Care Bear Lair. That's how caring they are. I had a question. They got back to me within probably 20 minutes with an answer. It's awesome. It's also really cheap and comes with a free domain name. Usually you have to go buy one and it's a big pain in the butt and then you can never remember your password for whatever website you bought it from. It's just $8 a month. And then if you get it through Ask Women, offer code AskWomen1 to get 10% off your first purchase. And then you also support our show, which is amazing because we need your help. So go to Squarespace. Make sure you use the offer code AskWomen1. Get 10% off your purchase. Make your website look cool, legitimate, and like you know more than you actually do. Because that's what mine is. Squarespace.com, promo code AskWomen1. That's the number one. You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort because it'll only take you about three minutes. And you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. 
If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing endless student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Whatever. All right, guys and girls, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We have the super sexy, super cool David Wygant with us right now. And actually, Mo, David is very good friends with your boyfriend, Jason Capital. Oh, yeah? Your boyfriend's Jason? Yeah, he's, uh, we had a bromance. Uh, he, Jason you know, lowercase. I can see why. I can see you guys getting in a lot of trouble. Just from the confidence you have, you you probably do quite well. He's the younger version of me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like he you, totally is. But it's always good to be the older version of whatever you are because it's like there's the wise kind of, you know, Jason's young, he's learning, but the, the sexy about the, the man who's been there. I like this today. This is good. I wasn't having a great day before I know. Now I you're getting the here, ego you know? boost. I'm kind of exactly. digging this like, whole thing. I was driving over here today going, man, i got to do all this stuff today, and I prefer to just stay in my little shell all yeah. day long. Well, just because <laughs> I have beef with Jason Capital. Oh, you do? What's the beef? Well, we had some that back and made forth her. banter. No, we had banter. He, he turned was, he her was on. That's the, my that's the beef. She was turned Never on. Never answer my one-liners with your own. Oh, she liked oh, so it. So he was one-lining, one-lining mm-hmm. you. Yeah, oh, that one-lining, no. one-lining you is, is, is what trying to the outwit. Yes. Yes, and you didn't want to be outwitted that day by uh, I do not. She by liked it. She, she liked it. No, I didn't. She was like this in the chair. Like It was annoying. Was he making you squirm? No, he was. I was like, oh. "Oh wow, look at this guy. He thinks he's as good as me, but he's not." Uh-huh. <laughs> I How do love you know? that. He's pretty he's good. Oh, I knew. Oh, I knew. He's good, but he's got. To, he's he's he a little good. raw. He's a little raw. In the yeah, end. he was good. He was good. Yeah. Well, yes, David is the mature version of him. Well, I was talking about you before, and you I was are. saying how big of a stud you are with women, and that you meet a lot of them at Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. I went there last night. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine from college, Gotta I haven't seen him in women. years. <laughs> yeah, he is. He looks at me. He says, I, "I just don't think we can meet anybody in Whole Foods." I look at him. I'm like, "Really? It's like this place is like shooting ducks." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you have a bunch of women that need attention. They're so tired of all the guys who are drunk, right, on the weekends. Right. So all you got to do is just go over and say hello. And all of a sudden, this woman looks at me and smiles. I go, hello. And she goes, hi. And I look at him. I said, just as easy as that. Have you met Stephen? Because I'm really not in the mood right now. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm in an uninspired time of my life with women. Really? Absolutely. Why? Just, You're uninspired right now? Uninspired. I, I just don't meet anybody who inspires me. you got to get out I of Whole inspire. Foods. You're going I've to the Venice. Of, you, you're going to the one on, in, on Rose You know the one I'm going to. Yeah, it's dirty Everyone in there. there. Well, they're way too... The thing is, everyone's too hip and too into themselves. That's the problem. Like, you're going to get the same... I feel like the same response is like, oh, I really love edamame. It's like, ugh, move on, right? you got <laughs> yeah, exactly. to go see... Go to Ralph's. Get a real woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't do the Ralph's women. I've tried the Ralph's women plenty yeah. of times before. Those potato chip-eating women just yeah. don't work just for me. they got to be into work you. boots. Yeah, you know, they get, they get grease all over my couch and everything else. <laughs> so. Wait, go back, yeah. to what, go back to what you were saying before. So you're uninspired by what... So uninspired. you're a dating coach who's now uninspired by women. Isn't that like... Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, yes. really inspired. Because here's the, here's the thing, right? So I went out with a woman a couple of weeks ago 
And I went to her house, and, and it was just, you know, she's got a business. So, I, you know, I put my hat on because she was marketing wrong. And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so inspired. I'm thinking, like, I'm not. I've done this before. Right. right. You know, I've done this so many times before. It's like I don't really want to be the one that has to inspire, inspire, inspire because I want to be inspired, too, because I want to find somebody who can, you know, ignite me, show me something. And yeah. I feel like I'm always in this, like, teacher mode because it's like – I became, you know, my well, last relationship was a fix-it relationship, oh, yes, right? Sure. So, was it what relationship? A fix-it relationship. I but she was also that. a teacher, which was interesting. Yeah, she taught me never to go into a fix-it relationship <laughs> <Yeah>. ever again. <laughs> she was a professor of it. Yeah, she was. She was totally... No, she actually taught me to, to avoid selfish women. Oh, that's good. Get yeah. out so of this how room. Do you, how do you spot selfish women? Because we were talking about that before, about having a band. Well, we didn't really talk about that much, but we touched on it. Of like women who do it tend to, you know, walk all over you, take advantage of you. How do you spot a selfish woman? How can you tell she's selfish? I don't have any footprints. So, I mean, I was never been walked all over. It's like, how can you tell? It's like when you're making things special for them and they're showing up. And they're not making anything special back for you. So yeah. they think just by showing up, it makes it special. But in reality, we love the way we, you know, when we love somebody or we like somebody, we show them, we give them the blueprint. Here's my blueprint. This is exactly what I need, right? Yeah. So we do something for somebody. We want it back in a certain way. And selfish people will just take and they'll take and they'll take and they'll show up. And they think the magic of their vagina is enough to really keep you satisfied, which it is for a lot of guys. But to me, I've had magical vaginas before and they always turn into <laughs> like, you know, the Wizard of Oz. David and, Blaine. And, Right. Yes, exactly. They disappear or, you know, whatever it might be, or they're frozen for a little while. I love when they're frozen and they're suspended. So, yeah, you got to really look at the warning signs. And, and another thing, too, especially in a relationship in the beginning, you know, I always tell people all the time, write down exactly what you want and then read it every single day, every minute of every single day until it's in your subconscious so you finally get what you deserve yeah. instead of constantly going for the same lessons we tend to have. Yeah, I love it. This is exactly yeah. in line with what we were talking about before. Now, question, I've, I, I've noticed in a lot of relationships that, it's almost like a plus and minus thing where one person's the giver and one person's the taker. And that's, normally, a bad, that's so unhealthy. And, but I feel like normally when like a giver meets another giver who's just as giving, like they don't know how to. It's like putting two flat ends of the, flat ends of the battery together. You're like, oh, that doesn't work. You need to have the. Far, yeah, it doesn't even right, you need the. No. Well, I don't think that's true. Okay, so, so I'm a big fan of the book, The Five Love Languages, which everybody... Me too. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, well, we've talked about this before, which everybody yeah. should should read. So uh, I'll actually make a link for it. Wing Girl Method uh, slash Five Love is what I'm going to put it under. So go there and go order the book because it's, it's fantastic. Anybody who is about to get into a relationship or ha- is in no, a relationship... No, even before a relationship, yeah. get to know what your yeah. wants and desires are so you can state them clearly to somebody exactly. and accept the fact that if they do not want to give to you, they choose not to give it to you. So you don't... Don't sit Absolutely. there and expect change of somebody. Yeah. So what this book is about, it, it, it talks about filling up your love bucket, but it talks about the five different ways that people express love Sounds and receive love. love. So sometimes, <laughs> like what Mo was just saying, that you may see somebody as a taker, but they may actually be giving you love in their own language that you may not understand because that's not how you give it. So for you, David, what you were saying before, like you give to these women who just seem to show up. I'm sure that that's very true, but maybe they think that they're also showing up and giving to you, but you may not be seeing what they're what they're giving to you because you don't understand their love language. So that's what it's talking about. So it's about understanding your own love language and understanding your possible or potential partner's love language and seeing that there's different ways of expressing love and, and different ways of receiving love as How well. How about long love language for the deaf? <laughs> it death. would still be the that, same. It's not all verbal. Let me tell you, death is hot. Blind is hot. Yeah, it was. That's love. Oh, that was going to be a horrible My love language is braille. 
Is it? That your touch? It's my braille. Yeah. No, actually, no, it's not braille. I don't touch. I keep to myself. Do your you? love language is touch. <laughs> my language is, yeah. My language yeah. is touch. Mine yeah. is touch and acts of kindness. Mine's acts of kindness. Your acts of kindness? Yeah. But you're not oh, yeah. We've talked about this. And taking. So you're a, ta- <laughs> so you're a taker. But that, that's like a... Like a uh, that doesn't work, really. Acts of kindness and taking at the same time. Well, I mean, acts so- of kindness around the holidays. <laughs> so you're only good for the holidays? God, you're one of them. I dated one of them before. You know, they were wonderful during Christmas time, but the rest of the time it was like... <laughs> They're shitty. They were, they were shitty. I'm like thinking to myself, like, make every day Christmas. <laughs> so every day I'd dress up in a little hat, you know, and I'd put the Santa cap on. I'd walk in and go, ho, ho, ho. And of course she would give. And it was this trigger point for her over and over and over again. Got See, a little annoying in the heat of the summer. Language. I did. She was one of Santa's elves. There you go. In disguise. I like it. Well, so tell tell the women who are listening to this show. And even it's good for men as well to hear like what your boundaries are and what your wants are what is it that you're looking for like i understand you say that you want to be inspired but what is what does that mean do you want a teacher everybody we're all teachers if you're not in a relationship that you're being taught things to you're not in a relationship because every day relationships should teach you something so being inspired means i don't want to be you know i call it big man game you know, I've done a lot. I've been very successful. I've traveled the world. I don't want to be, you know, big man. Like, come on on my yacht today of, like, knowledge. And I'm right. going to teach, teach you, you so everything. many things. It's like, let's get on. We're equals. To me, a relationship is based on equality. I may have skills that she lacks. She has skills that I lack. So paint, say, paint a picture then. So what, what would the ideal woman be that you're looking for? Like, what would they contribute to the relationship? Support, love, kindness, okay. um, understanding. Teaching. Oh, yeah, it is. It's teaching how to be open because I've opened up over the last couple of years. I've opened up so much more than I've ever opened yeah. before. So it's like I want someone who's on that journey also being open. I don't want walls. I believe that walls should not be put up. Okay, in order to love, you got to love with an open heart and you got to love without any boundaries. So you I didn't want find someone- that at Whole Foods? I know. I actually, Ralph's is the place to find the new yeah, because the they're all drunk women. on the Corona that's yeah. on sale all the well, time. Well, you're the booze Vons, actually, at this point. You're way behind. Yeah. I can't do Vons. I, I just I can't do the Vons card. Yeah. yeah so I, those I are the important things to you. Actually, you and I had a conversation because I, I created a product for women that's coming out very shortly. Um, and I was talking to you about uh, women who go on, on dates and they, you know, fire their questions at men and they state, oh, I'm looking for my soulmate, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you actually gave me a better question to ask that women can't oh, be asking, yeah, my which, which was, how do you want to be loved? Which I think is a good way for everybody to think like exactly the things that you listed were the way that you want to be loved you want to be supported you want, i forget what the other things dripping were dripping in jewels yeah <laughs> oh i want her dripping in jewels absolutely yeah but i mean yeah women all the time women women make the biggest mistake then they go on a date the guy's a salesman i mean basically he's you know it it's, might have been months since he had vagina you know, so the fact of the matter is he doesn't want to lose the opportunity to get laid. And right. a lot of guys are like that because as you know, and I know, we've been coaching guys for so many years. We know 90% of them have absolutely zero rap, okay? The fact of the matter is if they get a date, it's luck, right? right. And the fact is they're sitting across a live-bodied woman. Women are so be- such beautiful creatures. They always say all the time, this is what I want. And they spew it all out. And then the guy's sitting there and going, I just want to get laid once. You know? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, and the man's sitting there just going, oh, all right. You know, the woman says, what do you want? And she's all excited because she describes this like epic you know little mermaid romance you know this beautiful disney thing and the guy just sits there and goes i want that too and i always tell women all the time don't ever say what you want on a date look at a guy directly in his eyes and say so tell me what do you want how do you want to be loved because the authentic man is going to look at her directly in the eyes and tell her exactly what he wants and he's not going to hesitate. The guy that's selling is going to look all over the air and think to himself, what the hell does she want? Right. Exactly. What does she want to hear? What does she want to hear? He's going to try to read 
her language or read her emotions at that present moment. So women all the time should never talk about what they want until they hear him because men are salesmen. Yeah. Well, so what if a woman – So, because the response you gave me was when women had said those things to you. Mm-hmm. So if there is a woman who – you know, look, a lot of women, especially older women, get really locked up in their anxiety sometimes and those anxieties come out on dates. So if a or woman, on podcasts. Or on podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and punch people. Um, so if a woman is going into that mode while you're on a date with her, what's one way to put her at ease without freaking yourself out? Because a lot of guys, when they hear those things, I'm looking for a soulmate, I'm looking for – they just feel pressure, they feel uncomfortable and they get – Get nervous and they sort of just cut it off because they think that they're never going to be able to please this woman. What's a way for a man to handle those statements that can help the woman calm down and be more at ease? Okay, realize that when she was a little kid, she watched The Little Mermaid like 75 times. Okay, I never understood how women are brainwashed until I have a little woman, a little woman, and my little woman all the time looks at me, Dad, I just want to go to your house right now and I just want to watch The Little Mermaid. I go, oh my God, again. <laughs> it's just princess story after yes, pr- it's, it's Disney bullshit. It's the Little Mermaid, though. That is a big one. Little Mermaid's, Little Mermaid. a, big one. Little yeah. Mermaid's a big one because Eric is a stud. Yeah. I mean, and Eric, you know, so Eric is an absolute yeah. stud. The way he handles himself, the way he jumps off. I've watched this so many times. The way he jumps off the boat, the way he handles mm-hmm. everything. He has a nice the way, dive. Yes. The way, he, the way he <laughs> yeah. beats up on, on Ursula, yeah. you know, and like, you know, literally is able to do that. The way he falls into the water again and rescues. So when you're a guy, you've got to realize that women come at you with this romantic, romantic, you know, needs, wants, and desires. So as a man, you're never going to be Eric. Right. But the fact is you're going to be something. So you have to define who you are. And that's the problem. Most men don't define who they are. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they want to be. So they're they're just, they're wishy-washy all the time. Women want to be claimed. Whether you're Eric or not, the one wants to literally be picked up, taken, thrown down into the bedroom, and just know that there's a real man there. So yep. as a man, actions. It's not words. It's actions. With and women. knowing who you are is inherently sexy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So then what would you say? What would you say to a woman when, if she's saying all these things to you? If you're Look sitting at her across and go, it's beautiful, that Disney thing you know, that you got going on. <laughs> I love it. I love the fact. I mean, I always say to women all the time, so you're looking for the one. That's great. Okay, let's take out a piece of paper, okay, and I want you to tell me how many times you met the one, right? And they go there and they, they put a line and a line and a line and a line. Then there's like seven little lines. I go, look at that seven little Indians, okay? There's literally like all there's little ones that you found. You're not looking for the one because we are all just one. You could be with me for five years. I'm going to be the one. You could be with someone else for 10 years after that. He's going to be the one. Yeah. We all combine to be the one because all we are is one big picture. Dating is just combining everything you've ever learned and looking for the next person that's going to take you to the next level. Yeah. It's more reality. The soulmate stuff is ridiculous. I've never believed in the soulmate. There's soul connections. We can have lots of soul connections with lots of people. But like women just need to calm down. Yeah. Eric doesn't exist. You know, the Little Mermaid doesn't exist, you know, and the fact is... What do you mean? I know. Love exists, but it's a matter of, like, really resonating and going deep in what you want and, and expanding your boundaries. So many women can't expand their boundaries. You know, they're so not... If we're talking directly to women, they're not open. You know, I see women all the time. Like, I went to Casa Del Mar on uh, on Friday night with Brett. And we walk in, and there's like 10 women sitting there. We just stood there for like maybe five seconds, and all of a sudden, they all got, come here, come over here. You know, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, they're so starved for attention. Yeah. You know, because the men I'd be saying that to the waiters, like, please, I'm (laughs) starving. Oh, yeah, no, they were like, starving. Attention, please, give us attention, because women just don't get the attention from men that they find attractive on a regular basis. And what we were saying earlier is the, like, if you don't look... Like you have other things going on, you're not going to be uh, desirable to the people around you, and that's what 
that's what you're saying there is like these women don't have anything else going on. So you guys are it like this is it. And this, so they look so desperate. And let me guess, because it was two of you guys and 10 women, they were all fighting over your attention. Pretty much they just let them take turns. Yeah. <laughs> there was no need to fight. There's no fight. I'm really good at working the group. I'm good at working a group because I know the fact of the matter is it's like they just – I'd rather make someone's night if I'm not attracted to any of them. I'd rather just sit around, make someone's night, just go talk, listen, inspire, or whatever it might be because that's what it's all – and being present. Because that's all we have is just to be really, really present when it comes down to it. But it's also, I think men have men lack their roles in society. You know, they really don't understand what their yeah. role is. Their role is to conquer. You know, as a man, you have to conquer. You see a beautiful woman, you got to conquer her. I love how Art's you know? nodding yeah, back there. Yeah, I see Art he's, nodding he's in the background. It. But it's the truth. It's, true. it's like we're wired as cavemen and cave. You're no different. You're a cave woman and you're a cave woman. Yeah. Okay, and you and I are cave men. Okay? I'm groomed like one. That's for sure. Well, no, no, actually, you're groomed pretty good today. Yeah. But still, you know, it is. But if you think about it, okay, it, it's you know how many times women will email me and complain, like you know, I'm always coming onto my guy sexually. Boring doesn't work that way. Right. You know, I'm always making the plans. Boring doesn't work that way. We have to learn how to be men. Women will nurture as long as men conquest. Okay, right. Women can't nurture and conquest at the same time. The roles have been reversed and society has flipped the switch. And men are these passive little boys running yeah. around terrified. Yeah. I mean, it's hot when a man, when a man conquers a woman. Absolutely. No, Actually, you would be a good person to ask this. It's on the same, same lines of what we're talking about. We were talking about The Bachelor before. Cause it, it's like a, it, it's a great show for guys to watch, honestly, right now because you just can you get to see the behind the scenes of of crazy women, but of actual women interacting with each other. But we were saying is one thing to make yourself more appealing. Go hang out with like a few girls and work the room and have them fight over you. And one of the suggestions was going to watch a bachelor viewing party. And Kristen was like, "Oh, I would never want to date a guy at a bachelor viewing party." But you would do I really well. At a bachelor view, because there's he, bachelor viewing parties. I don't there know. are, yes. But are you kidding me? I so, never so, get invites. So the kind of guy that <laughs> I'm talking you know. about that would win at an event like that is David, because he would walk in and he's not like one of the girls coming to watch the show. He's a man coming to kind of make fun of the show, kind of find it interesting, and then show women what they're learning from it. And like, so can, maybe could, you could paint a picture of what you would do if you were at a bachelor viewing party and. How you would talk to women to make them attracted to you rather than think of you as the gay best friend. Oh, God, that's so easy. Walking to a bachelor viewing party, you'd be like shooting ducks. <laughs> it's like going to a wedding and like, and like, working, and like working the bridesmaids. Right. I mean, it's right. so ridiculous. They're primed for it. I mean, it's first off, I'd look and just go, gee, look at that. Disney should have produced this. Yeah. You know, The Bachelor. Look at The Bachelor. They do look like a Disney character. The Bachelor. It, it, they got the big D- jaw. Disney does yeah, they, produce. Oh, it's ABC. So yeah. ABC. Oh, yeah. It's Disney, yeah. It is. It's Disney. It's Disney. Oh, the funny. Bachelor is Disney. And I would just go in there and look at it and go, this is really ridiculous. Not only that, not only is it Disney. Walt's I mean, totally rolling in his grave, by the way. Oh, Walt, <laughs> Walt is the original Bachelor. So, I mean, if you think about this, but also with these women, I'd look at them and say, you know, this is like utter disgraceful to women, if you look at it, because I would relate to this. You have 25 of you cat clawing for this one idiot who's just going to end up meeting the one that he really wants after he slept with three. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to end up with. He sampled three other vaginas before he 
he picked right, yours. Right, it's pathetic. Okay? It's pathetic. That's why I hate the show. You but said then it for what me. if oh, women yeah. are like, shh, we like this show. Stop talking that way. <laughs> I go, you like this show Shut because up, you're bitch. so bored in your own life. Exactly. Because your own dating life is so boring, okay, that you have to watch this garbage right now on television. you got to start. See, that would capture my attention, oh, too. Yeah, I, mean, I would I'll... still watch the show and say, fuck you, but I, I would be interested. Oh, then I'd sit back. Then I'd sit back like cocky, like, like, you know, like this, arms folded, watch. Disgusted. And just go, yeah, I'd just shake my head and just say, yeah, this is real reality. Let's go fight for this nerdy guy in the mansion. I bet he's impotent to begin with anyway. Look and it's him. not even his mansion. How unattractive is that? I know. Ugh. Renting a house right and now. And he gets to like take a... him on all these great dates. That I know. He oh, I know. That's no another floor. thing, those yeah. dates. He's not paying for this crazy. shit. crazy. He's not picking no. the rose out. Some producer's giving it to him. Yeah. And he probably plucks the thorns off it, too, for him. He doesn't <laughs> pick anything out. He doesn't, right. he doesn't plan these no, dates out. Date. He doesn't even exactly. pick out his own underwear. Exactly. Let's go skydiving on the first date. Right. Sure, that's exactly what I want to do is go skydiving on the first date. <laughs> right. So much. Let's go do. That's why all those dating shows to me are insanely stupid in so many ways. They don't make any sense whatsoever. They're not reality, but people make sense to me because I love them. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I love watching them. I fought for the Bachelor a lot last of it. night. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Oh, but you have it on tape, so you don't have to watch the commercials. So yeah, exactly. Because like I, I fast forward through most yeah. of it anyway. I just want I want to see um, their interactions. I want to, and then who he picks at the end. Like that's all I want to see. I don't want to see their their dates unless I really like the girl or I really like the guy. I, I don't want to see all of the fluff around it. I want to see them being bitchy. I want to see them being nice and then falling in love. That's what I, I want to see, see them have a three way. You know, let's that, just get it this way. Let's have that, that more fun. Happened. Let's make the Bachelor like exactly what that's it should be. That would be MTV. That would be MTV. Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad. They yeah. canceled that. Oh, oh shoot. Really let's get to analyze this because I didn't realize we've been talking for so long. See, that's what happens with David. You end up talking for a really long time. <laughs> okay, so we have a, a segment called Analyze This where people write us in questions. We analyze the situations and we give them responses. Oh, and, all the, and they all think their questions are unique, but we've seen them too. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is, I love when people email me all the time. This is so unique. You've never heard this before. And I'm thinking and like, really? the last sentence and, and then you write no, the answer, I'll write this, you I know go, exactly. Really, am I E.T.? You know, and I'm just, just, just basically I'm looking to go home right now, but this is the first time I'm an alien right now. You're right. I've never heard this before. Go ahead. So, yeah, <laughs> right. let's hear well, the problem. Okay. So here's one from Flippity Flop from Facebook, a short and concise message. This is the name of the person, Flippity Flop? It's it, it, Flippity Flop. It's from his, his genitals, the oh, question. Yes, his middle. Okay. Hi, how can I tell if I'm being checked out by a woman? Very little info online. How can you tell if a woman's checking you out? Obviously, he just has never paid attention to and been present because what he does, he goes out. He's he's what I call Mr. Validation and Confirmation Man. You're a validation and confirmation man. You don't have the balls to go approach a woman. So you want to basically only approach women that validate and confirm the fact that it's safe for you to go over yeah, there. You won't get rejected. You won't get rejected. Here's the deal. Women are so sly. You're going to miss it 99% of the times. So if you sneeze, you missed it. Okay. Right. <laughs> that quick little glance that you that you missed, you know, you, she gave it to you five minutes ago. She's done with you if you don't come over. Yeah. So my my advice to flippity flop is to go get some balls, okay? <laughs> is to flippity flop his Is to flippity flop his, his, his take get rid of his mangina and put back on his penis, okay? Yeah. And forget about if a woman's interested and walk over there and look at her and just go, hey, what are you doing right now? Or anything, whatever it is, observe, talk, listen, and have a conversation. That's mm-hmm. it. Perfect. And you see it right away. A woman, when she makes eye contact with you, you will see it's a different look than you're used to getting in your everyday life. And it's hungry. It's hungry. Yeah, yeah, you get it. And then the more... But it is you, quick, like you said. It like is very, very quick. quick. And very, like, listen, it's subtle, too. 
It, With my, a lot of women, it's very subtle. Like for me, I remember I would look over, and like then I would do things to pretend I wasn't looking yeah. over. So it, it does get very. And if confusing. you catch her looking more than once, yeah. then you have if, to go. Unless she has like that that face go. that looks like there's a fart in the room, where she's like, ugh, because she's like, why yeah. are you looking at me? That means I'm not interested yeah. in you. Yeah. But I agree. No, with but David. like for me, for someone like me, I get really uncomfortable, and I just start looking angry. Yeah. Oh, you're the angry look down. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me because well, I'm so I uncomfortable. I do that too because uh, I'm like, let's pretend I'm not looking at you at yeah. all. And then I'll like kind of look over and then I won't you – know, like I don't want to be caught. Do you, but do, you I, know, do you know what I say to the angry look down girl? <laughs> it's like when she looks – she gives me a quick little look and then looks down at the ground as I'm walking by. I look at her and go, ants on the ground today or what? <laughs> or I sometimes lay down. I remember this one woman. She looked at me one time, right? And then as I'm walking towards her, she – like literally pitches her hand down there. So I go and I lay down on the floor and I wave up there. I go, I figure it's the only way I can get your attention again. She started cracking up. <laughs> or she thinks you're a perv looking up her skirt. Nah, you do it with such a smile. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like okay. The way I do it is such a smile. Yeah, pervs have a creepy like sneer. Yeah, pervs yeah. are kind of, well, they got, the, they got the hand lotion in one hand. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. easy to find a perv, right? They're carrying, they got the hand lotion sitting there and they got the fanny pack still. <laughs> right. So yeah. I've seen him with some, David and I, uh, we've done a couple of boot camps together, one in Toronto and one in London, England. So I've, I've seen him in action plus i've known him for a very long time so i know that everything he says like he does like he'll get into an elevator where people are typically quiet and he'll go in and go shh nobody talks. oh my god it has so much anxiety i know because oh, that probably makes you so uncomfortable and i'll look but right at the woman i'm attracted to and i'll go shh do not say a word uh-huh. <laughs> do not talk to anybody in here god forbid we get to know each other okay everybody get on their phones now come on check your email you haven't checked it like since you were waiting for the elevator about 15 seconds ago yeah. all right one two three on three come on everybody you know and it's just you should get onto yeah. the elevator and just keep facing the back of the elevator and don't turn around and see how like the girl reacts and then if she reacts in a good way she's the girl She's the girl. Like, like if she's like, like she's that would one? be your is she the one? Yeah, she is she's the, my one. She's the one of your seven. But like uh. she would, she would like oh, look at you and say you. like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? That's Let her. me teach you how to not look at the wall." I don't know. I like to walk <laughs> with a friend sometimes and just go. You still got that itch. I told you not to sleep with that whore. You know, I mean, I like to sometimes kind of throw. But you have fun. That's the whole thing. You just yeah. play, you play around with people and you you bring life to their life. Farts which, and elevators. Yeah, so hilarious. Well, that was the oh, whole thing when is. we were just in- start waving like this. And just going, <laughs> I just want everybody, all of you, to sample what I just the had. Jim Carrey. Well, Do we, not eat Jersey Mike subs. When we okay? were in Toronto, you said one thing. You said, and you pointed it out to all the guys there, and it's something that I tell all the guys that I work with now too. Um, it's that everybody walks around as a zombie. Everybody oh. is mi- miserable. Most people are. They just need to be woken up. And if you can add something to their day and wake them up, you are going to catch their attention. Have you seen best movie ever? Okay, Warm Bodies. Anybody? No. Oh, Anybody it's on my Netflix. Are everybody? Okay, watch Warm Bodies. Tonight. Warm, Warm Bodies, amazing movie. Okay, the zombies walking around the, in the airport because that's I guess where he becomes zombified in the airport. He's going. I wish there was something more I can say. Like, hey, what's up? You know, and it's like it plays off a of society and the the way. I'm not going to ruin how every zombie gets fixed, but it's one of the most brilliant movies ever because it's the way our culture is we will are walking zombies 24 7 we also yeah. just put white makeup on every single person mm-hmm. oh sorry i was reading the next question no, <laughs> i wasn't paying attention okay so i'm going because the other ones are really long we have five minutes left because that's it yes i know we oh, go Jesus, fast okay so this here. is from dave from left. facebook another facebook one we we'll see we're trying to show that we actually pay attention to facebook um hi i'm a longtime listener and have a question for the show so i'm 27 now and have not been single since i was 22 and i'm finding the dating world has changed remarkably in that time mostly due <laughs> to text <laughs> i am and online dating technology has altered a lot in the past five years don't make fun 
I feel I like any points I would normally earn for confidence and charm when interacting with women in person are lost through these mediums. And I find it hard to make the jump from small talk online to asking someone out on a date. Things that I say in person that would normally come off as confident I feel might get lost as being creepy or pushy without having the proper tone or cadence behind them. Hope this makes sense. Any tips would be appreciated. Dave from Sydney. Dave so, from Sydney is way in Dave Sydney's head. I mean, it's like it's like any tips would be appreciated. I'll give you a couple of tips. One, okay, when it comes down to texting and everything else, when in doubt, put the damn smiley face in there, okay, because you know what? Things are really creepy without an explanation or a smiley face. Yeah. It's like you need to put emotions in your text. And a lot of guys don't do that. They come across as like bricks. Secondly, life is a continuous conversation. However you related and connected with her in person and now you start texting her, make sure you don't do, and this is the biggest mistake. Some guy will go and ask a girl out, hey, let's go out for, you know, I was thinking we'd go for a run. And she says, no, I already ran today. And then he stops. And two days, and she goes, maybe next, you know, let's do it next week. Then next week comes, I was thinking we go for a drink. No, the continuous conversation, the theme is running. Run with that theme. Right. Say, are you ready for a run? Are you up for the challenge right now? Are you ready for me to kick your ass in the run right now? Let's go. I'll sprint to your house and then we'll go sprint around the block or whatever it might be. If you are fun, they will hang with you. If you're boring, they will not. So mm-hmm. when in doubt, use a smiley face, keep the tone, and keep the conversation rolling, and just stop. I mean, and don't write these long emails like this because he's very much in his head and <laughs> his brain. Dating has not changed. This is the shortest email we got, actually. Yeah, da- dating hasn't changed that much. You just don't really like your, his strength is probably not texting. And I tell guys all the time, he who can't text is masturbating consistently at home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and, is a perfect way to end and it. And it also <laughs> seems like he, you know, he wasn't having luck in these online dating world. And he's like, well, I do really good in person. Well, then put yourself in situations where you meet women exactly. in person yeah. and let your personality shine. You know, you're not going to. Like the internet is just them. a way to meet people. If you're good at it, great. But if you can meet people in public places, go meet people in public yeah. pa- places. The internet's awful. Like online dating to me is like ridiculous. It's like it's like fantasy oh. land there. I mean, everybody's short. Everybody's in. Everybody is in fantastic shape, yeah. toned and in great shape. Bullshit. Okay, you know. And the fact is, it's like online dating is a waste of time. You sit home, you spend three hours, you put out all these emails, you get nothing back. When all you gotta do is walk up to somebody in Vons. Okay, we're on the Vons <laughs> kick right now. You can walk up to somebody in Vons. Talk to him for five minutes, get to know each other a little bit, get the phone number, and keep it going. Because let's just face it, people are not dating a hundred dates a week. And online, some dating. people are honestly. Ugh, I met this one girl who was yeah. in New York. I remember she told me this when we were in Israel together. She's like, I haven't had to cook a single dinner for the past three months because I go out every single night from going on J date. And I, I was hope like, she's oh. fat. Me too. No, she <laughs> should get not. fat from eating that. And that means out dinner. <laughs> All that salt. Because she dated. Yeah. This is like ten years Loaded. ago when online dating had just started, so it was like a new thing. But a lot, a lot of people date a lot online. They get a lot of action. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Tinder and stuff like so that. So boring. But you know, it, it's to date all, that much. another Disney movie. You ever watch Wall-E? Yeah. That's what we're going to become. We're going to become these yeah. fat beings we in are our own little there. portable device, and we can only talk to each other through a computer yeah. and not through actual human. Oh, interaction. but that would be her. Oh, her, yeah, machine. that's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we have to, we have to wrap up now. I, that, that's that went sad. By so fast. But you'll come back another time. Oh, I will. This was, like, this was like the highlight of my day. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. To be continued. Seriously. So check out more from David Wygant. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash David W. And you can find out more information about him. He has tons of free materials. He has tons of videos. Are you on Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. 
Well, what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> I think it's at David Wygant. It is at David Wygant. It is, right? <laughs> yeah. He's not frequently on tw- Twitter, but he doesn't use it that often. Like Honestly, there's way so more information on, on, on his website. But So go to winggirlmethod.com slash David W and download our episodes every Thursday. And we will see you guys next week writing questions to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. I'm loving the subject lines because now I'm having a problem choosing which questions to answer. And follow us on on Twitter at uh, Ask Women Podcast. Yes, and that's it. it. We'll see you guys next week. And follow us to Vons. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.